Hello, hello, bitches. We're back. You only said two. No, you gotta watch you the timer. The countdown two. goes on. Anyways, we're back to end of the year of 2022. China, fuckingly everybody. Yes, it's been a year, but we did some really great shit. Like when I looked back at all our content, we've recorded a lot. So I'm super stoked. We're going to end on one case. Um, and we're going to give you three little show slash series reviews. And we're also going to start recording some Oscar content because the Oscars are coming up in March. So it's going to be great. We've missed you. We hope you had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. And now let's get ready for the Whatever new year. Whatever holiday you celebrate. <laughs> or if you didn't celebrate holidays, we hope you had a great December. And if it wasn't great... At least you're here and it's almost over, right? <laughs> and then you can say fuck you to it. Yeah. So welcome to our mini-sode where we are going to review the Rings of Power, bitches. So strap Ooh. in, grab your herb, grab your beverage, and let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Hey. We took a little bit of a hiatus. A little. We know we had people on Instagram and on the Twitter asking where we were. Yeah. It's just been a quarter. Let's just say that it has been a crazy It has been a very crazy year this year. We've been very busy with a lot of things. <laughs> Heather is shooting off her new little business, which is awesome, and it's going places. Yes. Except for it's not going. It's this going is places. Fast enough. <laughs> it's not going fast enough, but it's definitely going places. Um, yeah, a lot has happened in the the past. I mean, like three months. It's been, I think. Yeah, three yeah, months. Three months. So we had my birthday. We settled into a new place. We prepped for the holidays. It's tamale season and cookie season. And I never want to see another tamale <laughs> or a Christmas cookie ever again until next yeah. year. Um, because that shit does make money. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Yeah, it really does. But it's a lot of work. So we figured we would end the year on a good note with four episodes, three minisodes, one final case to close out 2022. <coughs> Sorry. And then we're going to kick off 2023 really strong and be more precise with scheduling. I know that's kind of been the shtick this last six months is trying to get on a really good schedule, but... Well, now that I'm here, <clears throat> I can probably set that up mm -hmm. in my iPad. But anyways. Yes. So let's talk about the Rings of Power. Just so you guys know, whenever we do little mini-sodes, we're going to keep them to like 30 minutes or less. That way it's something that's quick for us to record and edit. 
and it also gives you guys a little bit of content on the weeks when maybe we can't get a full episode in or maybe we're researching a conspiracy theory or case that's just going to take a little or extra time something that's going to be like a two-part series or three-part series because you know it's just a very long case so yeah so we figure we can sprinkle in the minisodes we've got our google doc set up so we could stay on track and be more focused and precise talking about our stuff so oh. these next few episodes a lot of that is very <laughs> difficult let me tell you people like yeah when like you have to like when you have to sit there and review something and then you're like am i giving it a good grade or am i giving it a bad grade and then you have to explain yourself on it yeah it's a lot it's yeah, I got very teacherish on the Google Talk <laughs> because normally we'll watch the movie and I'll like put notes in like my iPhone. I'm like, okay, when we record our podcast, these we are the things we want to talk about like, this or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we just yeah. do it off the handle a little bit, which I like, but then I feel like that kind of leads to our demise of not staying on track with our timing of recording episodes, the well, timing of editing, to be uploading fair, them. Like it's just a lot. To be fair. When we both get stony baloney at the same time, it's when it's difficult because then we say we're going to do it and then we forget about it and then shit happens and then we're like, oh my God, we got to record. Yeah. And that's how we got to this point, people. <laughs> so let's just kind of get into it. So when we talk about movies or shows and we review them, we're going to hit on three things. What we loved about the show or movie, what we hated about it. Any little side notes where it's like, we couldn't really say this was good or bad, but this was interesting or whatever. And then our overall review, if we want you guys to watch it or not. <laughs> but yeah. either way. Yeah. Um, so the Rings of Power, the quick plot is basically it's like a windy, crazy, mysterious chain of events that lead to finding out who Sauron is and where Gandalf came from. And in this whole process of this series, a new mysterious metal is discovered. And by the way, Three Rings of Power, swish, swoosh, trash, sash, sprinkles. That's that's our quick plot because that's what it felt like to us yeah. when we watched the movie. So yeah. if you don't know Rings of Power, it is a Lord of the Ring. It's part of Lord of the Rings franchise, and it's, it's supposed to be fir- the prequel. It's supposed to be the yeah. It's supposed to be the prequel to the ring, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it goes into some detail, but I'm gonna be honest with you, it's too detailed. Yeah. So, the so can- let's get into what we loved. So. We're going to score everything on a scale of one to five. Mikey and I both agreed the people that they casted for all of the characters, five out of five. We loved yeah. it. Oh, most definitely. They were awesome. They did such a good job acting. Yeah, the acting was just phenomenal. And some of them aren't like, you know, big, big names. names. Like, right. they're probably big names in their their countries that they're from, but... In the U.S., they're they're no big named people. Like it's just very small. It's very small part part people that have taken very small parts in movies. Like you right. know, just one little thing here, one little thing there, you know, and stuff you very rarely ever seen them in. But anyways, the other thing we loved four out of five stars, the cinematography, and that's what I told Mikey. 
Lord of the Rings, the first time I watched it, I was just blown away by all the locations they used, the CGI, whenever there was CGI, and that's really what kept me wanting to keep watching the movies. I've read a couple of the books. I haven't read them all. Don't come for me, but (laughs) the stories are amazing, but then when you see the adaptation in the film version of the fucking scenery it's beautiful it's so different it is so different when you come up with something in your mind and then see it in action Mm -hmm. like when you read the book you visualize everything that's inside that book correct well the cinematography like was pretty much on point with getting everything together and making it look how everyone in the world has ever envisioned it you know yeah and i will say that they also did a good job of keeping it you know like sometimes with franchises when they do prequels and sequels you're like this doesn't feel like it's in the same world as the original that we came out with or whatever like they kept it you felt like you were watching something that was a lord of the rings story whether whoever story it was but it was very copacetic with all the other films like it's crazy because like um there are scenes in the series that you see because they pull out the map of you know their continent and they're like explaining where they're going through this map and you see those areas and you're like wait wasn't there something there prior to because this is now like all the way in the past like before you know lord of the rings started yeah so it's like you see certain yeah you see certain areas that you're like holy shit like this was when you know so and so was walking in the fields you know, finding Samwise Genji or, you know, whatever. And you're just like, holy shit, like, this was one of those areas in that movie. And you're like, okay, that's cool. And then you see another spot and you're like, oh my god, wasn't this where, you know, Sodomon's tower was? Like, you start to see that and you're like, oh my god, that's pretty cool. But it's not there. So, like, you see, like, that certain point because you've already seen it before and it's the same visual effect every time yeah and the last thing that we loved about it but for me it was also a debbie downer five out of five on character building they introduced the character and then the way they built that character and you got to see the process of how that character progressed was really great but then for some of the characters you're just like, okay, I don't need to know all this shit about this person. They're not that important. It felt like they kind of got lost at times. But all in all, the character building, we gave it 5 out of 5. The character building, I felt, was pretty <clears throat> pretty good. I'm not going to say it was the best, but it was pretty good. Which I'm happy with because that's what I want. I want a good character built. I want to envision this as the hero or the heroine or, you know, some part of the main story or whatever. Like, I want to know if there's character. I want to, I want to connect with those characters on a different level. So I like that they did that. What I didn't like is what Heather's talking about is the fact that you bring some random person that was created by the, the, um producers 
and put them in the story to make it make sense. But the book doesn't have that. Right. That's what gets very confusing. And that's the one thing we didn't like, because I didn't like that either. I don't, I don't like knowing about a new character when this character has no real story into the whole series. So, or genre, I should say. So that's why, that's why it was just, I outweighed it a little more like character building. I felt like they did an amazing job with the character building for every character, even the new one, but adding her was confusing to me. So, yeah, because Nori wasn't part of the original like story for Lord of the Rings. She's a brand new character. So yeah. the funny thing is, it's like we sat there after the what was it the fourth the fourth episode? We sat there after the fourth episode trying to figure out like the relations to each person from uh, Lord of the Rings and who they were to each other because there's at some point they have like you you kind of see like things that were in um the lord of the rings uh and then you're just like okay well how is she related to these people and she's technically not like we had to google this to find out like who she was and it said that she was a character that was added in last minute by the producers i mean yeah. the, the actor did amazing she was great um the character building was great on her because now you get to kind of connect with this character who is you know helping gandalf so it's pretty neat i just i don't know i feel like they didn't need to add her in i see why they did because the character that they created for her and how she was able to play her out like kept you interested because what would have happened? And sorry if we didn't say this in the beginning. We will in the show notes and it should say spoiler alert. But otherwise, I guess if we remove her, right, all of the things that Gandalf is going through before you find out he's Gandalf, I guess wouldn't have made sense as much. But also to me it would have because it's like he lands smack dab on this planet in the middle of nowhere he's naked he's hungry he doesn't know how to talk yet so i think they still could have told his story of him coming upon the harfoots you know passing through and doing all of the other things without her but i think they would have had a harder time articulating his story so i see why they added her in but still fucking sucked yeah yeah but there's a lot I would say if you're going to watch this, I would say read up on the story first and kind of understand like why these people are here and who these people are. Cause then it kind of gives you a little more sense as you're watching it. Cause me, I'm a story person. Heather's all about the cinematography of a movie. You know, she loves the scenery. Me, I love the story. And yes, I love the scenery. But if the story isn't good, I won't watch it because then I don't, I'm not like, okay, I'm not interested at this point. Well, and see, I like, so here's the thing. Whenever I first get introduced to a franchise, when we're talking about series or multiple movies being made, 
I want the story because I want to understand what's going on. But you can have a great story, and if the cinematography and the characters and the style yeah. just doesn't match the story, then you lose it. Well, I'm the same way. If the cinematography is great, and that's what I kept saying with this freaking franchise for The Rings of Power, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? We just watched over yeah. an hour for the first episode, and I have no idea who any of these people are. I think I know, but like, also, where's Nori and where also did she come she... from? So it was frustrating and hard for me to get through each episode because there was just so much shit that didn't make sense. In Heather's <laughs> defense, too, we watched this during a time where we were extremely busy. So, like, at some point in time, she was just like, all right, I gotta go. And she left, and I was still watching. And I'm like, oh my god, I could so watch this over again because I only got bits and pieces of it. Because I was even getting like bored of the movie. I started cooking dinner like halfway through. What was it, the fourth episode or the third episode? Yeah, it's just that <clears throat> the story was there, and then they go too far with it. Yeah. So a little recap, we loved the cast, we loved the cinematography, and we loved the character building. All huge points that have to be part of a good film, right, or a good show. So mm -hmm. it hit on those points for us. So total points that had for the what we loved about the film was 14. Because we gave two fives to cast and character building and the four to cinematography. However, <laughs> what, we, <laughs> what hated, we hated, we're just going to go down the line because there's a lot. So like I was just saying, they never get to the fucking point. It took you the entire series to, to figure understand out what was going on. <laughs> that Gandalf was fucking Gandalf. I felt like <clears throat> they tried to drag out that mystery way too long. Way too long. And his story became confusing because it's like, wait, is that Gandalf? Because now I'm not sure. And I don't like that. So what she means by this is Gandalf at some point you don't think that he's Gandalf and then you have to research on how many of these <clears throat> you know Ishtaris were around and then you got to figure that out and then you got to find out what the hell an Ishtari really is and then you figure and out where do they come from and all how of the did gods he happen upon and all this, this other stuff yeah. yeah so the story <clears throat> does get very very fucking confusing they don't ever get to the point until the end of an episode and no, then even the end of the episode, we didn't learn until the end of the first season that he was fucking Gandalf. Yeah. Now, like, normally that wouldn't be a problem, but his story was muddy as fuck. Like Mikey said, okay, if you want to drag out Gandalf's story and you want that to be the cherry on top or the pin dropping at the end of season one, then they should have went in the direction where... He was a nomad. He never met Nori and became a companion with her. And yeah. he had to go through wherever he landed at and f make his way alone. And in that, they could have introduced what exactly is he? He's an Ishtari. Where do those people come from? And they could have did flashbacks about him before he crash landed in that fucking field and the gods that make the Ishtaris or how they become like they could have explained that better because then at least you're like oh okay so it could be Gandalf it could be Sauron it could be any of these people now we know what species this person is that we don't have a name for where this person came from that we don't have a name for why they're here and now boom it's Gandalf I feel like if they would have went that way with yeah. it dragging out yeah. his identity would have made sense 
and it would have <clears throat> been more of a a shocker at the end. Like me and Heather literally called it from the beginning. Like the second he laughed, landed, and shit started happening, we were just like, "Now that's that's Gandalf." Like we knew mm-hmm. at that point, which kind of irritated me in a way because. It didn't give that suspense. But yeah, you gave us a lot of like, oh, well, he might be this person or he might be this person or he might be this person. But in the end, we always knew that it was who he was. We were like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's Gandalf. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And so with them never getting to the fucking point, we felt that also led to a very messy timeline. So there's a lot of like flashing back and jumping ahead and so it it was just very confusing <clears throat> yeah, yeah 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 um a lot of it too was like all over the place because like heather says they jump ahead or they go to this story you know they were jumping from different stories because there's three different stories going on at once and it's all within the same quote unquote time frame but when you're watching it you don't feel like it's all the same time frame because you feel like, okay, well, this is moving faster than this and this is moving faster than this. And then as you get closer into the episode, now certain um, certain stories now start to pop up. Like now there's a that started with, you know, the elves and the dwarves as a story together, and then it split up into two stories. And then you have Nori's story, and then there's another story of another elf in another city. And you don't find out who that is because now he's a made-up character. Right. Like, that's the gist of how they, like, spread it out so far into different areas. And they never really went back and said, okay, well, did we explain, like, who this was and why they're there? Or Yeah. So, the dragging out everything in every episode the timeline being all over the place and then those random characters that weren't in the original story were confused were confusing to me especially me i'm like wait who is nori is she related like a relative of frodo is she like is a harfoot a type of hobbit or is that just her name and these are like the og people that created the shire do they ever get to the shire are they just nomads so it's like they introduce Nori as a companion to kind of help drag out the Gandalf identity or whatever, but you never really learned about either of those two species. Like, okay, you get that the Harfoots are a hobbit type of people or character, and you end up coming to the conclusion that they're nomadic, but it's like, okay, why are they nomadic? Why are they not at the Shire with the rest of the Hobbits? Like, are is that where their journey is going to end in season one, that they come upon the Shire and finally settle? Like, it's just weird. And then Mikey was like, oh, but doesn't Bilbo say something about the Harfoots and the blah, 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 and the blah, 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 and like the first Lord of the Rings? So then we started like researching that stuff, and it was just so much on top of the episodes being too long. So those four things for us, like really, really drug it down. (laughs) Like it was a shame because I expected more from it, you know, in that sense, but that's not what I got. Like that's where it was very disappointing. Um, Yeah. Because 
Never getting to the point we gave five out of five points. Timeline being all over the place. It wasn't really that big of a deal because cinematically it was still beautiful to watch. And even um, though you know a lot of these characters yes. aren't part of it, you can still like root for them. Like the actress that played Nori, you're like, oh my god, she's just so good. Yes, I loved like, her. You start she's rooting adorable. for them. So she's it was okay. So, adorable. so we gave that and one a three out of five for the timeline being all over the place. And then the random characters, like it wasn't the detrimental. Like that was that was a big, big part of the story that like I didn't understand why they added that. Like, but I was rooting <clears> for the character. I absolutely loved the actor who played him. Yeah. Um, it was just very strange to have two added characters that had no story. Right, because they filled up a lot of the timeline in each of these episodes with this elf yeah. soldier, and he has nothing to do with the whole of the story. He wasn't detrimental in like the pivotal moments and like bringing everything together. Like he was just a distraction. So we gave that a two out of five. The episodes were way too long. I mean, they're like. Some of them were an hour and eight minutes right at the hour mark. And I'm like, okay, if you're giving me an hour long episode at the end of that episode, I want to have some sort of answer to the questions in this story. And you just never got them. So that was five out of five for us. Too many stories, because again, like Mikey said, there's a couple of characters that weren't part of the original Rings of Power story that they introduced so you're trying to follow this new elf that they introduced and his love interest and you're like should i root for them should i not root for them are they gonna have something to do with the main story nori where did her character come from why are we learning about her should we root for her is this gandalf is this not gandalf like you have too much shit going on which led to the episodes being long so we gave that three out of five and then the last thing adding in a story that didn't belong five out of five like, why waste our time with this fucking elf? We know he's not in Lord of the Rings, which comes after this. And we know that he's not in the Hobbits series. So why did you waste our time making us either love or hate this character? Like, it, it was just yeah. too much. So with all of those things, the negative came to a score of 23, which gives Rings of Power on the hard-to-handle scale at negative 9. Like... I feel like they're going to have to do really, really good. You think there's going to be a season two? I, I didn't ha- look that I have up. a feeling there will be. I didn't look that up. I probably should have, but. <clears throat> I have a feeling there will be. Um, I just feel like if they do it again, they're going to have to really like up the game a little bit and not make, I don't mean like make the fucking episodes five hours long or, you know, whatever. I mean, like, you know, they need to get more concise. Yeah. And keep that interest in each episode, but there is a story there. There is definitely a story there. We all know this, but it's like, we want to see us as hard to handle, you know, podcasts. We want to see like where this connects with, what happens in the future for them because i just felt like it was such a letdown there was just so much there was more drama over the things that people hated about the rings of power from the people that like the lotr franchise and it's just like if you like that franchise and you love those characters and with the hobbits those movies those movies were great 
Like mm-hmm. they gave you exactly what you wanted to know from the story yep. of the Hobbit and Bilbo Baggins and his journey and how he became what he did. And I just feel like the rings of power, is just lacking. Like that's just yeah. my opinion. Plus I also just... feel like they should have made this a movie series, not a yeah, TV like three series. movies. If they were going to make these freaking episodes be hours long, like, yeah. And also sometimes in certain scenes, the amount of computer animation that went into it, it was just kind of like, did you really need to do that? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that definitely didn't need to be CGI. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You could have just told the story and then had it as it was told or, you know, give it a little envision part like they did with the, um, the Mithril, the new or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, I did enjoy learning. Okay, so the things that I my takeaways, I loved the cinematography. I ended up coming to like a a character, you know, the elf character and his little love interest. And I ended up rooting for them during that. And I am happy to know where Gandalf came from, (laughs) even though I had to research that when he popped in. But like, my takeaway is that I wish they would have focused on the elves and the dwarves and then maybe Gandalf was something that was happening in the distance. You know what I mean? Because I enjoyed learning the story about Durin and then his son and the wife and them finding the Mithril and the whole story about where (coughs) Mithril comes from and why it's the saving grace for the elves. I feel like if they would have just kept it concise to just those two stories for this it would have been so great because I love, I loved learning those stories in the series. Everything else I could have did without, I could have did without the elf and his love interest. I could have dealt without having to learn about the Harfoots and Nori and yeah. Yeah. So that's what I loved. And that's my takeaway. If you enjoy the franchise and you love Lord of the Rings, obviously you're going to watch this regardless if it's shitty or not, but just know going into it, the episodes are long, the timeline is all over the place, it takes a while to get to the point, and obviously if you listen to this podcast, you've heard the spoiler alerts, you discover who Gandalf (laughs) is and Sauron, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it's something you can watch while you're, you know, cooking dinner, baking cookies, making tamales, trying to ignore a crying child, or a barking dog. You know, it's, it's a good, it's a good distraction. <laughs> yes, yes, it <clears throat> It's also crazy too, because like you find out who, who's who, and the thing that sucks is you find out pretty early that somebody within the the series is a like a bad guy, and you're yeah. like, wow, I did not know that until he started changing his attitude all of a sudden. Like, where did that come from? Right. But, you kind of you kind of get that later in the episodes but it is a very long long episode each one is like an hour long so it's like watching a you know 4 to 5 hour long movie if you're binge watching this yeah but all in all like i said lord of the rings crazy people that are obsessed with that just like harry potter heads are always going to be interested in anything that comes out having to do with that franchise so definitely watch it it's not horrible but as far as the content for our opinion and things we really wanted out of the rings of power it was just a negative overall like there is far more things that 
we were just like upset about or we didn't feel they fulfilled the normal maybe our standards are too high i don't know rotten tomatoes we'd love to work for you just say yeah yeah yeah. yeah so thanks for joining us on this quick little 30 minute episode mini-sode yeah, review thank on... you for giving us your ear holes yeah all about rings of power what did you guys think did you guys watch it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Were you just as confused as us? Maybe also we shouldn't watch things when we're stony baloney. But actually, that helps me focus. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know what y'all think. Yes. Maybe we're one-sided here. Yeah. So we love you. We've missed you. We'll see you on the next episode where we are going to review dun, 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 House of Dragons. Oh, yeah, bitches. Talk to you later. Ciao now, bro. Bye. Bye.